Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. On last Sunday, I shared with you the good news that we have a tentative date set for the reopening of our sanctuary for public worship. I pray that you were motivated and encouraged by the announcement that we are moving forward into the new promised land that God has set before us. For over a year now, we have been in symbolic exile in Egypt. We were unable to physically gather together in our sanctuary for public worship. We were exiled in our homes and virtually and through teleconference, heard sermons, had Bible study, and Sunday school together. For over a year, we were exiled from the fellowship of regularly greeting each other and encouraging each other in the Lord. But thanks be to God, the exile is almost over. <laughs> Though there will be some major changes in the way that we do church, it will still be a blessing just to come together again to physically give God the praise and glory for the great things he has done. As we make preparations to move into this new promised land that God has for us, I want us to look at over, over the next three Sundays at the children of Israel as they entered into the promised land as recorded in the Old Testament book of Joshua. I believe we can learn some valuable lessons from the Israelites that will help us to navigate and conquer this new promised land that God 
has for us. Let me give you a brief snapshot of the events that precede our selected scriptural text for today. Moses is dead. And now Joshua is commissioned by God to take the children of Israel into the promised land. God gives Joshua five promises. He says, I am giving you the land of promise. Everywhere that you step will be yours. Your enemies will be helpless against you. As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. And lastly, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Five promises God gives to Joshua concerning his and the future of the children of Israel in the promised land. But God did not tell Joshua that entering the promised land would be easy. God did not tell Joshua that he would have to face some obstacles as he and the children of Israel moved into and throughout the promised land. God did not tell Joshua that he and the children of Israel upon entering the promised land would have to immediately face four obstacles. <laughs> what four obstacles, Pastor Wood? The Jordan River, the cities of Gilgal, Jericho, and Ai. And my brothers and sisters, as we enter into the new promised land that God has for us, we will too have some obstacles to face. We will have our Jordan River and our Gilgals, Jerichos, and our AIs. Over the next three Sundays, we will see how Joshua and the children of Israel dealt with their obstacles. Now, the Bible tells us that standing in between of their entrance into the promised land was the Jordan River. 
The Bible tells us that the Jordan at this time was swollen out of her banks. In other words, the Jordan was beyond flood stage and unable to cross. The only way for the children of Israel to move into the promised land was to cross over the Jordan. This was the first obstacle that Joshua faced now as the leader of the children of Israel. But thank God that Joshua remembered that obedience to God's word overcomes any obstacle that he and the children of Israel might face. Joshua remembered how Moses, his predecessor, obeyed God's word at the Red Sea and how God opened the sea before them that they could walk through the sea on dry ground. So, if God could open a sea for his people, God could certainly open a river, Lord have mercy, for them to cross. God wanted to teach Joshua and the children of Israel that as they moved into the promised land, that they don't get distracted and deterred by the obstacles that are before them. But God wanted them to know they could trust in him to make a way out of no way. And New Providence Baptist Church and friends, as we enter this new promised land that God is moving us into, we cannot allow ourselves to become distracted or deterred by the Jordan rivers that are ahead of us. But we must trust God to take us through every Jordan that we will face. There will be some things that, will, that we will have to face in our future that will appear, I said will appear too big or too large or too swollen for us to navigate through. There will be some challenges we will have to face that may appear like they are 
impeding our progress. But if we stop and pause long enough to remember what God has done for us in the past, if we remember the obstacles that we have already overcome, and if we remember how God has made a way out of no way in the past, we will be able to not get distracted or deterred when new obstacles show up on our way into our new promised land. Well, <laughs> the children of Israel and Joshua obey God's instructions and God opens up the Jordan River and Joshua and the people pass through on dry land. While passing through the Jordan, the Lord tells Joshua to appoint a man from every tribe of Israel and have them to pick up a stone from the middle of the Jordan where the priest stood with the Ark of the Covenant, told them to pick up a stone for the establishing of a monument to commemorate the miracle of the passing through the Jordan River. Joshua tells the people that in the future, when their children see the stones and ask you, what do these stones mean? Joshua says, tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. After, my brothers and sisters, after the children of Israel came through the Jordan River, Joshua and the children of Israel came into the first city of the promised land called Gilgal. And from the words written in our first selected scriptural text for today, the Bible says that it was on the 10th day of the first month, the people went up from the Jordan and camped at Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho. And Joshua set up at Gilgal the 12 stones they had taken out of the Jordan. 
And the Bible says, now when all the Amorite kings west of the Jordan and all the Canaanite kings along the coast heard how the Lord had dried up the Jordan before the Israelites until they had crossed over. The Bible says that their hearts melted with fear and they no longer had the courage to face the Israelites. <laughs> Here we see the second lesson that we learn from the Israelites as they moved into the promised land. And the lesson is this. Don't be discouraged by opposition as you move into your promised land. Did you hear what I said? Don't be discouraged by opposition as you move into your promised land. Joshua and the children of Israel had to face first the obstacle of the Jordan River as they entered into the promised land. Now, they are facing opposition. Now, an obstacle is a thing that stands in your way. But opposition is people who stand in your way. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And let me say right here that if you are really committed to God and his kingdom purpose for your life, listen to me good, you will have some people who will oppose you. There will be some people who will not like you because of the favor and blessing of God upon your life. You will, not might, you will have some enemies. And to the believer in Christ, who is trying their best to live holy and to live righteous, let me let you in on a little secret. What is it, Pastor Wood? I'm getting ready to tell you. Opposition is the price you must pay for God's favor. 
Lord, have mercy on Did y'all hear what I said? I said, opposition is the price you must pay for God's favor. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying, if you want God's favor, you better just prepare for some opposition. The Bible tells us that residing in the promised land that God was taking the Israelites into were some people who were going to oppose them. Even though God had already promised them that he would make their enemies harmless before them, they would still have to face and confront the enemies in the land. Now, you good Bible readers know that 40 years earlier, the parents and grandparents of this group of Israelites came in contact with this same opposition, but they refused to go over and possess the land of promise. And because of their disobedience to move into the land, God calls them to wander for 40 years in the wilderness until the unbelieving generation died out. Now, some 40 years later, <laughs> the children of Israel are now entering the promised land. And guess what? Forty years later, the opposition is still in the land. <laughs> Why, Pastor Wood? Why does God remove obstacles out of my way, but then still leaves opposition in my way? I am glad you asked that question. Joshua, can you help us out? Yes, I can. Just like I told the children of Israel in chapter 4, verse 24, that God oftentimes does what he does in order that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful. Lord, have mercy. And so that you might always fear the Lord your God. Yes, sometimes God will leave your opportunity 
position in place in order to show them that they can't stop him from blessing and favoring you. That's some good news. He lets the opposition see that no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. He lets the opposition literally see his presence in your life. And guess what? When the opposition sees his presence and his power in your life, they will react just like the opposition did in the, the promised land. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 5 verse 1, Now when all the Amorite kings west of the Jordan and all the Canaanite kings along the coast heard how the Lord had dried up the Jordan before the Israelites until they had crossed over. Their hearts melted in fear. Did you hear what I said? I said their hearts melted in fear and they no longer had the courage to face the Israelites. Listen, tap yourself and say, God can handle my opposition. <laughs> Isn't it good to know that we don't have to be discouraged by the opposition that we face just because others might be discouraged. Doesn't mean that we have to. I know, can I make it personal? <laughs> I know that this week, some of us received phone calls from others who listened to the announcement that we are planning to reopen the church again for public worship. Some of us, the phone calls we received were discouraged by others not to return to public worship. Others tried their best to discourage us by naming all of the negative things that could possibly happen if we gathered back together. No word from God was given about having hope, faith, 
and trust in God, but just words of discouragement. But I stopped by to tell somebody who is watching and listening to stop trying to discourage others from trusting in the power of God to protect and keep them. If you are not ready to move into the new promised land, then don't hinder those who are ready, willing, and able. <laughs> well, as I close this sermon, the children of Israel on their move into the promised land had to face the obstacle of the Jordan River. Hmm. And we learn from them not to allow the obstacles that we may face to distract or deter us from moving into God's promised land. Then upon entering into the promised land, they had to deal with the opposition who resided in the land of promise. But then, the Bible says that God tells Joshua to do something that would cause some pain for the people of Israel, especially the men. God tells Joshua, now that you have moved into the promised land, I need you, Joshua, to do something that is going to be unpleasant and difficult. Joshua, I need you to make flint knives and circumcise the Israelites again. God tells Joshua the reason why he must circumcise all of the men. He says to Joshua, all those who came out of Egypt all the men of military age died in the wilderness on the way after leaving Egypt. All the people that came out had been circumcised. But all the people born in the wilderness during the 40-year journey 
from Egypt had not been circumcised. So God tells Joshua that he must circumcise all of the men in order to reestablish his covenant with them. Remember, circumcision was the sign of the covenant made with Israel's forefathers. So God, in essence, tells Joshua that the people will need to suffer some pain, Lord have mercy, as they moved into the promised land. And let me say right here that some of us need to understand and come to grips with the fact that everything that God commands us to do won't feel good to us. Lord have mercy. Let me say that again. Everything that God commands us to do won't feel good to us. Sometimes God will require obedience in things that are painful and hurtful to us. And the New Providence Baptist Church and friends, I am here to tell you that we too will have to suffer some pain as we move into the new promised land that God has for us. Thank God that we won't physically have to suffer the rights of circumcision. But as the result of the pandemic and the other circumstances of life, there are going to be some who will separate or cut themselves off from our Christian fellowship. There are some who will feel that they have had so much pain over the last 12 months of their lives that they don't feel like coming back to church and don't even feel like worshiping God. But let me try my best to encourage someone who is listening and watching today. Listen to me good. God 
God knows all of the pain that you are experiencing. God knows all of the pain that you are suffering. And he told me, that's right, he told me to tell you that he is a very present help in our time of trouble. He told me to tell you that he is with you and will not leave you nor forsake you. When you are going through the pains of moving into your new promised land, I dare you, I dare you to open up your mouth and instead of complaint, and instead of doubt, I dare you to open your mouth and praise the Lord through your pain. Why should I praise the Lord through my pain, Pastor Wood? You know why? Because when praises go up, blessings come down. <laughs> Look at the text. It was on the 10th day they crossed the Jordan. On the 11th day, they were circumcised. On the 14th day, they were told by Joshua that God wants us to celebrate the Passover. Let, let me say that again. Let me say it again. Don't miss this. It was the 10th day that they crossed the Jordan. The 11th day, they were circumcised. And then on the 14th day, Joshua tells them, God wants us to celebrate the Passover. Let me suggest, New Providence and friends, that if they were circumcised on the 11th day, and that they were told to celebrate on the 14th day, there were some folk in the camp of Israel that did not feel like celebrating. But guess what? There were some that made up their minds that no matter what pain I'm in, no matter the pain in my life, I will Bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. How about you who are watching and listening today as we enter into this new promised land? We will have some obstacles. We will have some opposition. 
and we will also have some pain. But will you keep in your heart and in your mind God's faithfulness in the past? If he was faithful in the past, he will be faithful in my future. So therefore, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be upon my lips. As we move into the new promised land, let us not get distracted or deterred by the obstacles we face. Let us not be discouraged by the opposition we face. And let us obey God even if it causes us some pain. But learn how to praise God in and through our pain. Thank you, Lord. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Arena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.